Explode your to-be-read pile with The New Release Index, your new best friend for finding the best new books. Curated by the book nerds here at Book Riot, it will help you keep track of the upcoming books we think should be on your radar. You can filter by genre, what's trending among other subscribers, and save books to your own watch list. And you can check out the demo at bookriot.com slash new releases. That's bookriot.com slash new releases. Happy browsing! Welcome to Hey YA! From great new books to favorite classic reads, news stories to the latest in on-screen adaptations, Hey YA! is here to elevate the exciting world of young adult lit. Hey YA! is a book rant podcast hosted by Erica Azafetti and me, Tears of Grace. And we are recording this on November 2nd. Hello, Erica. How are you? I'm doing well. How are you? I am great. Um, you know, it's it's pretty chill here. Like, chill nice. is in very cold. We had, oh, yeah. like, cold. four inches of snow on oh. Halloween. Um, so oh. I haven't had a snowy Halloween in a while. So I'm feeling like the hard shift into winter and the holidays. Wow. So the your environment was like like the retailers these days where it's like actually yeah. we're starting christmas on october 31st You're welcome. exactly wow yeah it's <laughs> like earlier on halloween like earlier in the day it was really bright it was sunny yeah. it was beautiful i was like taking my dog for the walk in the park and like all the leaves were falling and i was like this is such a nice day and literally by like three o'clock that afternoon we had like three inches of snow already and it was just coming down and i was like oh okay cool that is so, so it doesn't fit for halloween i should have figured that y'all would get snow because it's it's it was cold over here so yes it's like cold cold like oh i like i like a little crisp breeze little crisp fall breeze and i was like oh yeah we gonna get my sweater but yeah. it was more uh it was jacket <laughs> yeah it's cold yeah okay, it was it was enough to make me go, oh, crap, I don't remember which box I packed away, like, all of yeah. my winter gloves and hats in, and now I'm going to have to go dig those out. Yeah. <laughs> so, um, yeah. Yeah. I, yeah, it's, it's, it's a bit much, but, like, it feels very on point that we are now going to be discussing our, our topic, which is, like, winter survival kit. Yeah. <laughs> um, which I love. So we're going to do something a little bit different this episode mm-hmm. where we're just going to talk about like all the things that we love for cozy winter book reading entertainment um self-care essentials. And mm-hmm. so yeah, I'm I'm excited to hear about that. I'm excited to get some tips from you. And it feels like this is going to be more relevant than ever because of how cold it is already. Oh my gosh. Perfect timing. Yes. This is a super exciting episode. Just to switch things up and hear about other aspects of bookishness that are like tangentially bookish but still kind of related. Because I'm like, a lot of these foods and things I eat while reading and like, like you said, self-care and all that stuff uh, is especially important during the winter months, lest you go around ashy. Right. Ashy. Yeah. Or depressed from like the lack of sunlight. The sunlight. Yeah. That's a better, that's actually a better point than what I said. Don't have dry skin, uh, Erica. Um, and Tears is like, don't be, yeah, work on your mental health and take care of yourself. I'm yes, like, but like, honestly, reason. they're all connected. Because yeah, if I have facts. dry skin and it's cold and I look, then I'm sad. So, yeah. yeah. Facts. Yeah. All right. <laughs> I say Thank you. Right. Okay. But before we get into that, we have a few um, housekeeping things and um, a word from our sponsor. So let's hear from our first sponsor. Explode your to-be-read pile with The New Release Index, your new best friend for finding the best new books. Curated by the book nerds here at Book Riot, it will help you keep track of the upcoming books we think should be on your radar. You can filter by genre, what's trending among other subscribers, and save books to your own watch list. And you can check out the demo at bookriot.com slash new releases. That's bookriot.com slash new releases. Happy browsing. 
Okie doke. So before we, we get into things, I um, wanted to tell you all about a very exciting development with TBR. I know that you guys have heard us talk about TBR a ton on this show, but um, it is finally happening. We're bringing paperbacks. I don't know why I'm saying that. I'm not a good singer. Um, but if you I, hate carrying... I enjoyed it. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> if you hate carrying around like bulky hardcovers or you're on a budget or you just want like more selections for what we can offer, um, you can now get a paperback subscription from TBR curated Ooh. just for you by one of our bibliologists. Um, this is really really great for gifting, um, especially because as we might have mentioned, the holidays are a coming and it's just, you know, a more affordable version of the hardcover subscription where we will recommend and deliver three paperbacks just for you. So you can get all the details at mytbr.co. That's mytbr.co. Um, and it should be fun. Yeah. That would make such a good gift, honestly. And I already yes. have a few people in mind who I'm like, you know what? You might get this as a Christmas gift. <laughs> right. <laughs> I, I'm i glad that, like, I know we've been talking about doing, like, a paperback model for a while. So yeah. it's kind of exciting to see that roll out because it is fun to fulfill the hardcover orders. But hardcovers are expensive these days. So yeah. this is a nice little um, in this middle ground. I know, yeah. right? Yeah. <laughs> also, backlist titles. Right? Yeah, that's the exciting thing too, is yeah. because like I'll be reading surveys and people will be asking for specific things, and I'll think of like the perfect book, yeah. and I'm like, oh, it just came out in paperback, so then exactly. I can't recommend it. And now exactly. with the paperbacks, it's like, you know, the world is your oyster. Yeah, the world is your oyster through paperbacks. Yeah. <laughs> so that's the good. other thing we wanted to touch on real quick is that Publishers Weekly has announced their best YA books of 2023. Which, if I'm being honest, feels a bit early, but here we just are. Just a bit, just a little, just a smidge. Yeah, so it's, but it's a good list. Um, yeah, we'll have a link in the show notes, and I'll just, I'll just list the titles really quick here. Um, American Redux, um, Blood Debts, The Blood Years, um, A Door in the Dark, Family Style, From Here. Houses with a Story, Invisible Sun, which I know you've recommended on the show before. Loved it. The Isles of the Gods, The King is Dead, Mascots, The Queer Girl is Going to Be Okay, which is another one I think you've mentioned on the show before. Mm-hmm. Um, Spin, What Stalks Among Us, and Where You See Yourself. So that's really good, I think nice roundup of great books um mm-hmm. so I, there is something it feels a little absurd about naming the best books of the year when there's still like two months left in the year but um yeah. it's it's not a bad list i am embarrassed to say though that i have not read a single book on this list um but i do have the blood years on my tbr stack and i've been wanting to read it um it's by elena k arnold and it is a ya novel um that is heavily inspired by her own grandmother's experiences during world war ii um so i think it's going to be kind of heavy and it's i've seen a lot of the content warnings for it and so i haven't picked it up yet because i've been very much in like a rom-com mood but i do yeah. want to read this before the end of the year i know we've talked about being how we're both mood readers so i really feel you if you're in a rom-com mood that's not the book to read but right. i also am looking forward to read it and yeah i did read invisible sun and um, it was one of my favorites of the year so far. And I think the episode I mentioned, The Queer Girl, is going to be okay. is when we did Indies, I think, because it was published by Levine Querido. Uh, I haven't finished that, but I have that somewhere in my pile of books, my, my pile of books that are getting dangerously high. And Blood Debts, I haven't finished, but I'm super looking forward to it. I, I, all, these, all these books look great, like you said. It's a well-rounded list. It's, it's, it's a pretty solid list, like pretty good yeah and a list like these two always remind me of the fact that like you know you and i we have a ya podcast we both read a ton like we work in the bookish world and like i will have 10 months of reading ya like new and backlist releases and i'll have like all these books that i love and enjoy and then like the end of the year comes along and there'll be all these lists and i'm like 
how is it possible that there's like a best of the year list and I've not read a single book on this list? It's just because there's yeah. so many great books. So there's so many um, books coming out. Yeah. It's hard to kind of quantify and, and catch every single one, but there's just a lot of good books and that is not a bad thing. Not at all. So yes, definitely check those out. If you like end of the year lists. Um, but otherwise we're going to talk about, the items that go into our winter survival kit. Yes, such fun, such fun. I have a lot of things. I might not get to all of them. That's okay. <laughs> I like how you you had the idea to like break it down into categories, yeah. so we can kind of take it category by category. Mm-hmm. And I'm wondering, should we start with like the books in our list, considering this is a bookish podcast? You know, that's not a bad idea. Let's start with the books. Okay. I, I like that idea. All right. Go for it, Erica. Okay. The first one I have is a cookbook. And it's not necessarily YA, but it's not not, you know? I I don't read many cookbooks. But this cover is so cute. And it's about Filipino dessert. It's called Mayumu. It's Filipino American desserts remixed. Ooh. And exact, that's what I said when I saw it. I said, Ooh. <laughs> that's my same exact reaction. It's by Abby Ballingit. And I haven't read this yet, but it's so cute. It's visually super appealing. And um, I see the cover has, I'm not familiar with Filipino desserts, but it has this cake looking thing. It has purple. And I'm like, oh, that's probably ube. I've been really interested in Mm. trying ube things, um, which I believe is like a purple sweet potato thing. So I'm like, yo, I'm going to be in the house in my little, you know, robe or whatever. Talk about that later. Slippers. (laughs) Fuzzy slippers, you know, fuzzy socks, making these Filipino desserts from this book. That that's how I feel. That's how that's how I envision my future, <laughs> the next few months. That's this is this is how I see myself. You know what I mean? So I'm excited to get into that. It looks super cute, and I'm like, I know I'm gonna like it. I know I'm gonna like it. Yeah, the, the yeah. cover of the dessert looks so good. I'm like, I don't know what that is, but baby, the way I would the way I would inhale that, right. <laughs> The way uh, I would barely chew that and like ingest it. So I'm excited to get into that. Yes. Um, a quick aside, if you hear my cat meowing in the background, I'm sorry. He's being very whiny and wanting a lot of attention today. But um, I know he's fine. Um, he's not. He's not neglected or, you know, overfed yeah. or anything. He's just catting. Um, he's a cat. He's just being a cat. Yeah. But. I, so I did pull up the the cover and oh my gosh, it looks so good. Doesn't it look um, good? And you talking about Ube reminds me, do you watch Great British Bake Off? I still have not gotten into that <sighs> show, but you know what? I keep meaning to and this this winter might be, let me put that in my show list. This winter might be list. it. Yeah, so Great British Bake Off is like a show that I sort of watched casually before COVID. And then when we were like sheltering in place in 2020, my partner and I just like we marathoned like every single season that's available on Netflix from like Dece- like September to January. Oh, and so for nice. me, the idea of watching Great British Bake Off is very cozy, very fall and wintry mm-hmm. type thing. Um, but anywho, um, the winner of last year, and this isn't like a horrible, awful spoiler because this was from last year's season. Um, yeah. Sabira, she was Filipina and um, she cooked with like a lot of like traditional Filipino um, ingredients and she made some stuff out of ube and I was like oh that's interesting like I've never personally had that and it yeah. sounds really great and so when I saw the uh, cover I was like oh this reminds me of Sabira's amazing desserts so um, yeah this looks amazing watch Great British Bake Off if you haven't already yeah looks so good I just looked her up she has such a pleasant demeanor. I, I'm literally <laughs> judging her by how she looks. But she was like, she has such a like an adorable um, presentation. That's she's, a side. She's fantastic, and that's yeah. Like, and I, I swear it's not really a spoiler to be like, oh, she wins if you want to yeah. just like dive into the season last year because um, this is like a non 
like it, there's a competition but like they these are like the least competitive people ever like they just are on the show and they care so much about baking and they're so supportive of each other it's really sweet like there's no drama and mayhem it's just baking and happiness. i would still watch the season that she was in with you having told me that just to see what they make i would yeah yeah i that doesn't that doesn't ruin anything for me one more note on ube if you have a Trader Joe's, they have this um, ube pancake mix. Oh, ube pancake and waffle mix. I have it. That might listen. That might get a little winter action. Uh, Jen, who does other Book Riot podcasts, recommended it. She said it was oh, good. Oh so, yeah, I'll have to try that. that. Yeah, I'll have to go to Trader Joe's and try that. Sounds yeah, for sure. Okay, so taking a slight swerve away from baking and all <laughs> yeah. things cozy, yes. the book that I had on my list is a book that's coming um, out, and it's called Finding My Elf mm. by David Valdez, and it is, it's a YA book, but it's kind of like in that like YA new adult range because it's about a guy who has just coming home from his first semester away at college. And he's like not super thrilled about the fact that he has to come home um, for the holidays because he's like has this really awkward relationship with his dad. Mm. And so to like get out of the house. So he's not awkwardly just like spending every day of break with his dad. He gets this job as a elf. And there's like this elf <laughs> competition to like who can be the most like the merriest elf. And there's a cash prize. And so he's like, yeah, I could use some money because, you know, broke college student. Mm. And he ends up like really falling for another guy who Ooh. is an elf and i'm like this just sounds <laughs> delightful sounds really cute and i was like silly. i don't know i'm like i would like the hallmark christmas movie i mean Absolutely. not that hallmark channel would be brave enough to do any queer romances oh, but yeah. you know they're just now starting to be like oh people of color fall in love during the holidays um oh so I'm, <laughs> i don't have any high hopes about yeah, queer people yet yeah. But it just seems really cute and I'm excited to read it. It comes out um this week. It just came out yesterday. So nice. I'm definitely check it out. Can I put you on the spot? Yes. Real quick fast. Speaking of Hallmark-esque, because like you said, they don't really do the thing. Hallmark-esque holiday rom-com slash romance shows or movies which queer ones do you like do you have any that are like your go-to or that are on your list um i know i'm putting you on the spot i I, don't not thought to ask this i don't like any of the sapphic ones that are out there oh i did i know (laughs) i i did not like the one with Kristen stewart in Mm -hmm. aubrey plaza because i did not want the main characters to get together (laughs) okay like they just they they were good people like the one person wasn't a good person and i was like why would i want the protagonist to to like you know i didn't like it for that reason um i'm grateful that it was made i'm grateful that it was um you know produced and i hope that it opens the door for more but i and like most queer people i know do not like that movie because they're like Mm. why are these why is this couple together why are we rooting for them and i think that's like you know that's a major flaw in a holiday romance or in any romance is like if you if your audience can't get behind why these two people should be together then like there's no resuscitating that right yeah um i think there is like a, a like a gay holiday rom-com that came out like last year but i haven't seen it yet and i'm blanking on the title so i'd have to like do that sounds familiar that's why i was like i remember hearing about it oh single all the way that's what it is single all the way and i did watch it it. okay and it was cute um it was cute okay and the the one i didn't like is happiest season it was not very happy in my opinion (laughs) (laughs) unhappiest season right change the title happiest season okay i i see but that that said like there's a lot of like queer holiday Mm rom-com like i i think there's probably some out there that like i haven't seen like i just did like a quick google search and it looks like that there are some that are like very low budget and cheesy but like i don't care about 
that when it comes to like you know I don't watch holiday movies for the production value I watch yeah. it for the feels for the feels. <laughs> so um the feels yeah yeah so I'll have to check them out some more but um yeah Same. those I feel like those are my hot takes about single all the way which I liked I had some issues with it wasn't my favorite yeah. because again I feel like they the, the the love interests they were not very nice to um and then and happy single see- all the way as well there was one yeah i didn't think that wow. they always treated one of the love interests in single all the way very well but that might just what? be my personal opinion um no, happiest valid. i know happiest season just sucked but what's ironic <laughs> about both of these books or both of these movies excuse me is that there are characters in there that like are writers or like published writers or oh. or whatnot and like the one of the love interests in single all the way if i'm remembering correctly is a children's book author um, okay that's kind of cool so i think that's kind of funny so like then that's to, to bring this back to like bookish things but yeah, yeah. um yeah yeah there's just unfortunately not in my opinion a lot of great queer holiday rom-coms yet that's partially why I asked, because I was like, give me some new things to add to my, if you know of any. I'm watching yeah. a little bit of this trailer. Single All the Way looks cute, but then I'm also like, how do you how do you make unlikable, like, romantic or rom-com leading characters? Like, come yeah, on, Yeah, it's hard. Well, and in, so Let It Snow, which is a movie adaptation of a book that, um, that book came out, oh, ages ago. And that was co-written by Maureen Johnson, John Green, and Lauren oh. Myrickle. Okay. Um, and then, yeah, the movie adaptation came out in 2019 and it's on Netflix. Um, there is a um, little sapphic relationship in Let It Snow, but it's not like the central one. It's kind of like a... It's a huge, large cast movie with like a bunch of people. Yeah, Yeah. it's an ensemble cast where everybody's doing something different on the holidays. But there is a um, little sapphic romance in there, so that was kind of nice to to get that. But um, yeah, okay. Thank you for indulging me. So I can list a couple other books. I'll just run down the list, and then maybe we'll go to. Did you have another book you wanted to mention? Yeah, I'm excited. This one came out last year, but I haven't read it yet. So it's on my TBR for this holiday season. Um, Eight Nights of Flirting by Hannah Reynolds. And oh, it nice. is a Hanukkah romance. Um, yeah it looks cute it's about a girl who makes a deal with this guy to kind of like help her learn how to flirt (laughs) because she wants to flirt with her her um, family business's new intern Um, and then instead (laughs) they like end up falling for each other over the nights of Hanukkah it looks cute I I don't know I just it looks adorable so I've got to have that on my TBR for this um, upcoming holiday season that sounds super cute. I might also add that myself. Although I have so many things. I'm not even sure if I'm going to all the stuff I have. I'm going to run down the list of what's in my book list and then we can move on to a different category. I received, I think I shared this with you uh, in Slack or something some weeks ago, a coloring book. It's titled Coloring Cuteness by Claire Benton. And... Uh, I know coloring books were like a thing more so like a couple years ago, but I was just like, let me try this. Someone offered to send me, you know, like an early release of it. And I was like, you know what? It it has Pusheen. Are you familiar with the Pusheen character? The cat? Yes, I am. Okay, I was like, if there's anyone who's familiar, I'm pretty sure it's Tirza. So we uh, have that in common. So my cat is also a little gray tabby. So I was like, oh, it's like her. Um, but yeah, it's super cute. And I got into it at first. It was kind of like I hadn't colored in years. And so I got some like, um, color pencils or whatever. And it's really kind of like soothing, especially like, I think it's cool to listen to audiobooks while using it. So that's cute. Also Jujutsu Kaisen by Gege Akutami, which is, uh, decidedly not very cozy, but I think that because season two of the show just released after I finished that, I'm going to want to read more of the manga. So I'm probably going to be like deep into that. Also, there's a romanticy that just dropped like this week. And it is titled What the River Knows by Isabel Ibanez. And it is about this girl, Inez, who's um, she's grows up in this like very privileged um, 
like privileged society in 19th century Buenos Aires and her parents disappear well they they're said to have died but there's some like seems like there's some murkiness surrounding that and she inherits their massive fortune but she also gets this guardian and he has like ties to Egypt and he's an archaeologist so she travels to Cairo to find out more about what happened to her parents and there's like magic there's like ancient magic and all this like really cool interesting stuff going on I like for winter I like to hunker down and like really just like read all day or do whatever I'm doing all day like play games or whatever it kind of takes me back to when I was a kid and I would like read fantasy books all day because I didn't I wasn't an adult I didn't have adult responsibilities and I'm like I feel like I can really get lost into this book so those are books I'm excited to read for this season amazing yeah that's a lot of good stuff i also like to like curate little tbrs and and think about like oh what sort of thing will i be in the mood for exactly i know we just kind of talked a little bit about the lack of good queer holiday romances on the big screen or the small screen um but i do want to do a shout out to i think is like an underappreciated uh, tv show for the holidays i really enjoyed it's based off of the ya book dash and lily's book of dares by um david levithan and rachel Ooh, Cohn. Nice. so the tv show is just dash and lily and it is a really cute tv show that is about dash who's like this really cynical guy um and then lily who's like you know wants everything to be perfect and bright and shiny and they encounter each other in the strand which is if you don't know a fantastic bookstore in new york city yes i loved it yes and then they they start like trading this like notebook of dares to like embrace the holiday season and they also don't always know like they at the beginning they don't know um who each other is because they are passing this notebook back and forth and so it's really fun because it's like they're falling for each other but they also don't like know really who they're talking to and there's you know a really large cast and a lot of fun antics and um it's just so good like i Mm. i liked the books i read the books when they came out um i think there are three books in the series now um but i I watched the first show or first season of the show and unfortunately i think they didn't they, they opted not to continue with more seasons but the first season it, it's pretty self-contained so you can watch it and still I think feel pretty content um but it's so charming and bookish and lovely and it was just a really fun thing to watch over the holidays and it came out in 2020 so I mean this was when we were all at home and and not really doing much and I remember watching it and just being like oh this is what I needed so yeah. um, I still enjoy rewatching it it's great um so definitely check out dash and lily on netflix if you haven't already that sounds super cute and it looks good i looked it up while you were speaking and it looks like perfectly wintry so i'm gonna add that to my my huge list of things i want to do this season Jeez. um but yes before we get into more let's hear from our sponsor okay so i kind of grouped movies and shows together and yeah so i'm going to just list the ones i have all yeah run through your list we'll run through my list every year i like to watch in preparation like to get into the christmasy mood i like to watch home alone one and two listen especially home alone two because it's in new york city and i love new york city in the winter slash Christmassy slash holiday time. Although walking around (laughs) when I used to live there during that time was trying, but I love that. And the big Christmas tree we would go see. So yeah, it's a good time. That's like a tradition of mine. Uh, And as far as shows go, so again, Jujutsu Kaisen season two, it's decided, it's really more, the second season of Jujutsu Kaisen has this really amazing animation um, really great fight scenes. I love the story already. So there's that. It has such cool characters and the female characters are amazing and it's kind of unpredictable. So anyway, 
the vibe is really more of a layover from Halloween, but the show is still coming out. So I'm going to finish watching the current season and I might rewatch it. So there's that. Movie wise, Enola Holmes 2 is very like cozy for me. Like I like British mystery, cozy mysteries. Those are very like, yeah, I saw the first one when it first came out, which I think it was like 2020 or 2021. I forgot, but the second one is out. It looks cute. And I need to watch that. I've been meaning to watch yeah. that. Also, I haven't watched the second up. one yet. Yeah. You saw the first one. You liked it. I saw the first one and I liked it. I haven't yeah. watched the second one yet, but I need to. Yeah, exactly. Super cute. There's also this movie called Klaus that I watched last year. And it was kind of a different take on like Santa Claus. And it was like a 3D animation. It was really good. Oh. Really good. Yeah, it's pretty good. And I might get into the Great British Bake Off now. So those are my movies and shows that I am indulging in this winter season. Yes, Great British Bake Off. Yes. Amazing. Yes. I have not seen Klaus, but I've heard it's good. Yeah, Yeah. it's good. And I also do love, you know, Holmes, the first one. So I need to watch number two. Thank you for reminding me that it exists. Um, And of course, Home Alone. Like I haven't seen Home Alone in a while, um, but I do, I do like it. I, you know, it's like one of those nostalgic movies for me too. Yeah, I indulge every year and every year I'm just like, I don't know, maybe there will come a time when I'm like, you know what, I'm good on Home Alone. But it's not this year. But not yet. (laughs) Not yet. I love it. Um, Okay. So we've talked a lot of media. Let's talk like cozy things, self-care things. What do you like? All right. So like I said, ashiness is the enemy. It's the enemy (laughs) year round, but it it gets more power in the winter. Okay. It becomes emboldened. And so... You know, you gotta you gotta combat it. So I feel like I have tough like skin, like body skin. So scrubs and things, like my skin laughs. Like, oh, you tried it, girl. But <laughs> one scrub that I like, that I really like, and it's pretty, you know, I think it's pretty pretty easily obtained. I get it from Target. I'm gonna see if we can do a link to Amazon where you can buy it or I'll just link to Target. I don't know. I'll see. But it's called Tree Hut Moroccan Rose Shea Sugar Body Scrub. It's a long name, I know. It's the Tree Hut brand. I chose this particular scent just because I like this scent compared to other ones. But it's it's nitty gritty, okay? She gets in there and she does what she, she scrubs you. (laughs) She does what she needs. She understands the assignment, Miss Moroccan Rose. Okay. (laughs) So she doesn't play around. So I love that. I have, I think I have two right now. But because just like when there's sales, I stock up. And oh, so yeah. after you scrub the topmost layer of your skin off, don't really do that. I'm exaggerating. But after you like, you know, get that top layer of epidermis off, then you have to moisturize. And I, I've always known about shea butter. Like a lot of products have shea butter in the ingredients list that I use, like the moisturizing products that I use. But I just recently started using shea butter again just raw shea butter Mm. i and then i remembered why i didn't use i didn't use it before when i would try to use it it's because it like fights you back (laughs) it's like cold peanut butter if you think of putting peanut butter in a freezer it's like so what you do is you get whipped shea butter and that is much better yes much butter much butter (laughs) much butter so i have started getting fair trade whipped shea butter and i uh, i emphasize on making sure that the brand pays the workers because it's from west africa ghana Mm -hmm. usually and you know exploitation and all that stuff is a real thing so i make sure the brand like fairly compensates its workers but there's one i got this from amazon and i think it's black owned small business it's called mother's shea by eugenia And it's in this cute little, this is like actually kind of giftable. It's in this cute little square tin and it has kind of like that old style of like, um, you know, like the, the Victorian style of art where they draw how they used to draw like herbs and plants and stuff. So it's a very, oh, yeah. if that makes sense. I'll oh, it, it looks up. really cute. I oh, see you looked it up mean. already? I, yeah. I looked it up already. Got them Twitter fingers, tears up, and things yeah. going fast. Oh my gosh, and there's cute, like, right? yeah, 
So when you get out of the shower after you after you have your meeting with Miss Moroccan Rose, the scrub, you get her, (laughs) you rinse her off, you dry down, put this all over your body and tell me it takes a minute to absorb. You be walking around like, dang, I just smeared some butter all over my body. Feels weird. But it's so much. I don't know. It works better than any lotion or whatever. It's in a good, like what you call, I think, occlusive. I, I Sometimes I get deep into the skincare stuff. And occlusives, I don't know if you're familiar, but it's like, you know, you put your regular moisturizer on and then you put something thick on to keep it in. This is like a great occlusive and it absorbs and it actually just like softens my skin so much. I love whipped shea butter. Oh my gosh. Do you get like fragrance free? Do you try the fragrances? This one, I got the vanilla scented. Because it seemed like, and it literally, it does kind of smell like Play-Doh a little bit. I don't care about the <laughs> smell. Because I, I wanted something as close to like neutrally scented as possible. Kind of like what you're yeah. saying. Like, I don't like a lot of fragrance. Um, and the fragrance in this does not offend me. And it, I think it's like the last ingredient, meaning it's the least um, present. And it's like, the, I'm looking at it right now. It's like the last. It also has shea oil, apricot oil, sunflower oil, and vanilla fragrance. It's literally like five ingredients. Oh, nice. Yeah, I'll have to check this out because I do get horribly dry skin in the winter um, to the point where, like, I'm slathering on, like, Aquaphor on my hands before bed. <laughs> so Try, yeah, definitely, like, exfoliate whatever, you're, however, whatever level you're comfortable with. And then while your skin is, like, still a little damp at night, yeah. put on put on some shea butter and mm. see if that doesn't. I feel like if you're putting aqu- – Aquaphor is kind of vaseline Yes, it I is. feel like this works better than Vaseline, in my opinion. Like, okay, yeah, definitely. Shea okay, butter. thank you for the recommendation. I love my it. shea butter TED talk. You're welcome. Yes, <laughs> I, I'm like, we need to do an episode just on skincare, but yes. maybe not for Hey Way. <laughs> maybe not. Maybe not. But like our own little private thing. Absolutely right. Now, up the yeah. I am very feel very. I am. <laughs> Like I've literally created skincare regimens for friends and like sent them like that'll be their like holiday gift or birthday gift. I'm like, uh, okay, what's your skin type? Oh. Perfect. <laughs> so I got you. I got perfect. You. Oh yes. my gosh, I love it. Yes. Um. Yeah. So I'm excited about that. You have me looking at my online cart, thinking about adding some shea butter to my yes. list already. Um. Yeah. And I also, in the past, I've gotten like the Lush um, massage bars because they're like Mm -hmm. a bar of soap, but they're like massage oil and and they're like very moisturizing. And so sometimes I will like put that like on my legs before I go to bed just because, yeah, I get so dry and I feel like it's constantly, you know, moisturizing and and all that fun stuff. So I don't think um, I've tried that one. I haven't tried Lush in a while because I'm not buy one and they don't have free shipping. Yeah, yeah. I I live sort of near one, so I, I will occasionally go in there. Um, yeah. And I don't love all the stuff that they put out, but the massage bars are pretty good. So yeah. if you get the chance, I recommend. Um, I'll put that on my list for sure. Yes. For other sort of cozy, like self care things, like we were just talking about Target. Like, okay, I swear to you, this episode's not sponsored by Target, but it's not. But Target. But it could be. Target could sponsor us. (laughs) We'd be fine with that. Um, Target has like all the things you need because they have all this good, fun, cozy stuff. And then you can go hit up the book section. But um, (laughs) I actually really love, um, I think the brand is like, it's Target's brand, but it's called Opal House. And Mm. they have really great candles that I think smell really awesome. And they usually have like seasonal and um, holiday themed ones. Um, So right now I'm actually still burning my Halloween fall one because it's only November guys, but um, it's like a bourbon pumpkin. Um, But I have this Christmas cheer one. And what do you ask is in the Christmas cheer? I have no idea. It just smells like Christmas. Like like Christmas. It's infused with essential oils. Um, But what I love about them is like you can get these little candles and they're only like five bucks, um, which is very affordable because candles can be really expensive. Mm -hmm. Um, But also when like you're talking about like the seasonal stuff, sometimes like I don't need a giant candle that's going to last me three months. Like I just want a little candle that I can burn during 
you know, Christmas season or Halloween season. Um, so I definitely like those and they're, I think the price is right. So highly recommend those. I want to say my favorite Opal House scent is Cozy Nights. I'm going to put a link. Ooh. I put the link for the shea butter. <laughs> and like Rock sometimes butter. it annoys me because I'm like, that does not tell me anything about what it smells like. So no, it's not no. like you can buy these online. Like you have to go into a Target. Yeah. And you have to find an end cap with all the candles and you have to stand there and you have to sniff them all. Yeah, to um, sniff them. But that's part of the fun. Yeah. So it's a fun thing. Uh, yeah. My Christmas cheer one, I'm sniffing it right now. It's kind of cinnamony, a bit mm. of clove. I'm getting like some orange as well. So yeah. It's it's good stuff. I have one by um, Frostbeard Studio, which they did a sponsorship thing with us, and so I got free candles. And I'm like, I actually would buy Ooh. these. I have the bookstore one, which Ooh. it actually really smells like a bookstore. It's bright orange, and it it has mahogany leather and coffee smell. And I'm sitting here, like, yeah, it smells. Yeah, it smells like a like how how much cozier can you get? Right. Oh, that sounds amazing. Um, my other cozy sort of self-care recommendation is that last winter I got a heated blanket and I know that seems nice. really obvious, but I was nice. like, oh, heated blanket. It's, that sounds like a great idea. It's I, amazing. Yeah. I got mine for free because I did a very adult thing and I opened up a new checking account at a new oh. bank and they were like, congratulations, you can now get a free heated blanket. And I was like, well, this is kind of funny, but okay. That is such a random <laughs> I was like waiting. I was like, this is going to make sense in the end. And it didn't no, really. Didn't really. It didn't really. I got my free blanket because I opened up a checking account and I was like, okay, cool. Um, but I never, like, I've never thought to buy a heated blanket before because I just, I'm like, I've got a regular blanket. It does just fine. Um, <laughs> but really when it's like the middle of winter and you're just like sitting down, it's so nice to be able to just get a little heat. And mm. it warms you right up, and it also brings all the cats to my lap. So I was just about to say, I can picture you with a heated blanket and like a trail of cats littered across your body. Like, just, oh yeah, yeah. That's a they don't. One. They give like no whatever's about me, but it's it's all about the heated blanket. Oh, of course. And Obviously. I just happen to be under the heated blanket, so they're like, eh, this is fine. If they even um, register your existence under the blanket right. at all, yeah. they're like, there is no human. There is only heated blanket. <laughs> there is only <laughs> hail the heated blanket. Oh my gosh. Um, so if you get one, I highly recommend it. It like really ups your game for like if you just want to sit down and get cozy. Um, it, it's awesome. That sounds amazing. Let's keep going. Let's hear from our sponsor one more time real quick. So what else? All right. So, oh, food. I, Let's talk we about need to food. talk about food. Yes, yeah. we do. I discovered. I was not planning. I thought this was going to like, sometimes the store brands are hit or miss. I was in Whole Foods for some reason trying to spend my whole paycheck as it were. <laughs> I saw a, the Whole Foods brand. I think it's like Whole Foods 360 something, whatever it's called. Their store brand. It was It's like organic hot chocolate mix. And it, yeah, it all you need is water. Like, you know, you heat up water. I have an electric kettle. Heat up however much you want. And usually I'm skeptical. I'm like, mm, you need some milk in that. Mm -hmm. Give me this water-based hot chocolate. How dare you? But it actually tastes better without milk. Like, it tastes really good. Oh. It doesn't have the little marshmallows in there like I like, like the kid in me likes. But I all, I bought those separately. <laughs> uh, I love those little things. But even without that, it's really, actually, really, really good. So, Ooh. and it's pretty affordable. I think it was like four, maybe $5 for a, a container. Oh, that's you. not bad. It's, it's not bad. It's not bad at all. I really like it. I got at least two canisters in my, in my, in my cupboard right now. I love it. Um, another thing that I just recently came across, I have not tried this yet. So, okay. I was in Trader Joe's the other day getting groceries, whatever. And something possessed me to ask my cashier, the person checking me out, what her, um, what her favorite snacks were. Cause I'm gonna go on a little like retreat in a few days. And I was like, I need to up my snack, my snack game. Yo, like, and Trader Joe's has so many different options. And I've tried some stuff from Trader Joe's that was nasty before. And I was like, I'm not about, about to go down this road. So I was like, maybe she has a couple of recommendations. Tell me why this lady 
she was like, oh, you want some snacks? I said, yes, please. <laughs> she said, oh, I got you. She she left her register, turned it <laughs> off. And she was like, you want to walk to the back with me? I said, I do. And so she gave me a snack tour, bro. She wow. literally took me to different departments. And she was like, ooh, come. So this was a few days ago. She was like, ooh, come back November 1st. When, that's when we get the cannoli dip spread. I said, the what? She said, you like cannolis? I said, of course I do. She was like, we got a cannoli dip spread. What you do is you put it with these waffle cookies. She was giving me combinations. (laughs) I said, oh, you get nasty with it. And she was like, yeah. (laughs) I was like, I, Tirza, I called them. She was like, you can call and we'll hold some for you on the side. Oh my God. I called them today. I I have an appointment today. (laughs) I'm not kidding. After this to go get my cannoli dip spread. Don't play with oh me. My gosh. I am getting my cannoli. She said it was like it got it went viral on TikTok or whatever, and they'll be out of. And I'm like, I really, really love. I like dessert. Earlier, Filipino dessert. Hello, I love Italian yeah. dessert. I love dessert. I love cannolis. I don't get enough cannolis. That's what I think. I think I need more cannoli in my life. She told me about the waffle cookies. Cookies. I had already gotten the cookies because I was like, well, let me go. I'm going to buy these anyway. Might as well buy them now. Cause I'd already checked out with her, like my little groceries or whatever. <laughs> I had to go back in line with like 20 more dollars worth of the stuff. She told me, she also told me about these Thanksgiving flavored kettle chips, which sound ridiculous. I already oh. ate all of them. Oh my God. I already ate, I already ate the whole bag. It's dangerous. The waffle cookies are delicious and I'm going to get my cannoli dip spread and no one can stop me. Cheers. Oh my gosh. I'm so happy for you. Thank you. This is this- see, this why we're friends. This is the best story, and that Trader Joe's employee deserves Employee of the Year. I am. I was gonna ask to speak to the manager to be like, "Yo, she and she told me about other stuff." I'm just like, you know, how much time do we have in this episode? You know what I mean? <laughs> I'm just trying to be considerate of y'all's time. But I'm like, I, I like, I can't even tell the manager. I gotta write her like a letter and send it to corporate. Yeah, yeah. She took care of me. She get you see, Katrina. Shout out, shout out to you, Katrina. Yay, Katrina. You're awesome. I love you, Katrina, even though I live far away. Um, Well, I live in a small town, so we don't have Whole Foods or Trader Joe's, but Mm. there is both a Whole Foods and Trader Joe's, like, in the same neighborhood of, like, the indie bookstore that I go to, like, usually once a month, and it's about about 45 minutes away from me, so... I usually, when I'm there, I'm always like, you know what, Tirza, let's be real. You're already going to spend all of your money at the bookstore. Like, don't go to any other stores. So I haven't gone into Trader Joe's or Whole Foods in a while. But now you've convinced me you for these, go. like, four things. So, get the, yeah, you. at least just get the, yeah, tell me how you feel about them. I will. I haven't tried the cannoli spread, but everything. Oh, she also recommended this honey goat cheese. Oh, I'm gonna send you the list here. I know we don't. This is a list. Yo, she's she gave me these like crisp slash cracker things. It's like fig and olive in incorporated into them. And she's like, yo, spread 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 the goat cheese on these. And I was like, oh my oh my god, it's a honey. I forgot what the. I'm not well versed in goat cheese. I'm also kind of funky with goat cheese. Sometimes I really like it. Sometimes I really don't like it. And I was, she was like, oh, have you tried this honey, honey one? And I was like, I'm open to oh it. My it's really good, Tirza. I will give you uh, And I spread it on the crackers. Yeah, I had that for lunch today. What do you, like, come on. Like, That's Katrina, so I'm like, I'm gonna have to just find out when she works. Yeah, you, <laughs> I'm not you stalking will. You. I'm not stalking I just appreciate your snack just, um, stylings. She, yeah. She, like, she took me to different departments, Tirza, in the store. And she was giving me combinations. I said, this woman is, I don't even know. She's a genius. She's a genius. The co- a genius. I was like, combinations, bro? <laughs> I was expecting, oh, have you tried the chips? That's what I was expecting. <laughs> See, that's why the, the ancestors were speaking. They were like, ask her, ask that one. <laughs> yes. They were like, ask her. And oh I did. You got to listen. Yeah, it's amazing. I'm going to I'm I'm gonna share with you next time you're in the town. It Like, you know, when you make your trip. You, you got it. And then report back to me. I will. I will definitely do that. Yeah, I so that. I feel like in comparison, my food recommendations are going to just be a little bit sad. But, no, they're um, not. <laughs> I like some Ghirardelli. I'm looking at I, you. Yeah. No. So my favorite thing is the Ghirardelli peppermint bark. Like every year I have to get an obscene amount. And I you can get it in both milk chocolate and dark chocolate. I like both, but I do love the dark chocolate. So... Um, oh, you have a sophisticated palate. I mean, like, look at the little chocolate, please. 
I do like dark chocolate, but my partner doesn't. So I usually get both. And then, you know, we both just eat it like heathens because it's so good. Obviously, you'd have to. Obviously. Um, so I was going to talk a little bit about my my complicated winter <laughs> drink. Because um, I think I've mentioned on this podcast before that earlier this year I had to give up caffeine. Yeah, yeah. Which is like the saddest thing for me. Um, I'm coping. Yeah. Yeah. Um, it was hard. Like it was, it was like kind of hard at first and then it was fine and I didn't really miss it. And I was like, yeah, whatever. Um, but it's becoming hard again as like the seasons are growing colder and Mm. like, you know, I walk into a Starbucks and like, I can't drink any of the pumpkin spice stuff because it's all caffeinated and like, I can't even do decaf coffee because decaf coffee still has caffeine. Um, like I'm like a no caffeine whatsoever type of person. Otherwise it just makes me really, really sick. So, um, I have had to get creative with like, okay, what can I do out of herbal drinks and like stuff that doesn't have caffeine. And, um, for the holiday, if like the fall season, I did find a really great rooibos tea from, um, August Uncommon, which is this tea company based out of LA. And the tea is called Psycho Candy, and it is a pumpkin caramel rooibos tea. And if you brew it really strong, and then you put like a dash of like pumpkin spice or vanilla creamer in it, um, it Ooh. tastes like a pumpkin spice latte, but like a little lighter because it's nice. tea. Um, so that has been like my go-to, um, situation for, for like all my pumpkin spice longings this fall, especially cause like, um, you want something hot, right? And like, I've been able to like Culver's and Wendy's both have like a, like ice cream, like pumpkin spice, like frosty or blizzard. Pumpkin spice spice frosty and it's not that bad. It's really not bad. I'm making it so. Yeah. yeah, so I did have those a couple of times this season, but like it's still not the same thing as like a nice hot like kind of cold day. You need a day. hot one. You yeah. want a hot drink, right? A hot one, so yeah. I definitely recommend um, the August Uncommon um, tea brand. There, that the tea is Psycho Candy, and then I just am looking at placing an order because they have a tea called Silent Night, Ooh. and it is another rooibos tea that is um, got like some chocolate and some cinnamon in it. And they say Ugh. if you add like creamer or milk, it tastes kind of like eggnog. Now I don't like eggnog, but I think I like either. that tea combination with like some milk would be really good. Um, so I have to shout out um, the company Sips by. Um, it's like S I P S B Y um, because they are a really great way to like if you are looking for tea and you're like you have like very specific desires or, or you're not sure exactly what you like, or you have different like play- flavor profiles that you like or don't like. Um, you can take like this tea quiz and it like matches you with tea. And then like, if you pay money, they'll send you like tea samples, but also like they'll be like based off of your flavor profile. Like these are the teas that like we recommend. And then you can buy tea directly from them. But like, that's a really great way for me to find tea because there's just so many tea options out there. Yeah. And sometimes like just the idea of like having to go through, cause like it's hard to find caffeine free or like, yeah. you know, making sure that you're only searching by like rooibos or herbal or whatever. Um, so I can do that and I can limit my search and then I can be like, okay, um, you know, that's, that's a way for me to see like a bunch of tea options from like a bunch of different places. And, um, the final thing I'll say about that is they do have like a winter tea shop. So then I can like search by like non-caffeine. So I, I have a few that I want to try because I need like a good Christmas sort of holiday drink of the season. And, um, that is my complicated herbal tea situation. So I appreciated your story. I like how we both had food stories. I think we both feel very passionately about We've food. So very passionate. This is we have feelings around this. Okay, I was about to ask you if if you found out about that Rubo's tea through Sip Spy because I was like I remember yes. like when they sent yes. samples to talk about. Yeah, I, I had did. another one that was pretty good. It was like an iced one, but I don't remember. <laughs> I don't remember the um the name of it, but that does yeah. sound really good though. Yeah, and like full disclosure, Sip Spy has been a like a um, advertiser and a sponsor of the show before, and so I did get some Sip Spy boxes from them, and I'm pretty sure the Psycho Candy 
was a result of like one of those boxes one time and yeah. I was like oh and it's like my favorite thing that I've ever gotten from any of the boxes so um like so much so that like and now I go and I buy it on the regular and like I, and I buy like the giant tin of it just like just stock up yes I love it okay so our last um our last category was games really quick what some what are some of the games that you like to play and, and have fun with this time of year. I can't say it quickly, Terza. You see my list? All right. I'm going to try. All right. So there was one I mentioned before that was like Shakespeare based and kind of silly and fun. And that's called This Way Madness Lies. Um, there's also a kind of Studio Ghibli slash Miyazaki type game that I bought. I have not played it yet, but mm. it looks so good. Yeah, I just got it. Battleship brigade deluxe edition i don't know if you gotta get the deluxe edition i don't remember what's up with that but then there's also mika and the witch's mountain which is supposed to be basically it doesn't look like studio ghibli but just the story is very similar to kiki's delivery service where you're like this yes this young witch flying around in her broom delivering things to people it looks super cute it's still not out yet though but i'm it's supposed to be out this winter we'll see then I also bought, and I've played this a little bit already. This is for older teens, like 17 plus. So keep that in mind. The Cosmic Wheel Sisterhood, which is where you are this um, witch who was exiled from her coven. And you get tired of, you've been in isolation for like 200 years. You're like out in space, basically in a little house. And so you summon this like cosmic creature that like has existed before time or something. You make a deal with them to come back to the world of your sisters in the coven. And it has, it's really interesting gameplay. The graphics look really cool and you make your own tarot card in it. It's a, it's a, all of these games are basically like cozy or cozy adjacent. And it's a, it's a cozy game. It's very interesting and creative. Then more cozy witchy witchy-esque game um i bought this last year actually it's called strange horticulture and you like um have to identify plants people come in asking for uh i guess tinctures and different things and so you have to look at your book and um pick which plants to give them and there's some like there's like a witchy part of the story as well then there's cattails wildwood stories this is where you play as a cat <laughs> yeah you told me about this one yeah i haven't i haven't bought it or played it but i just want to mention it because it's another cozy one and it's like come on i you know you and i i'm like yeah that's, that's our thing um last i wanted to mention this because it's kind of bookish it's called stray gods and it's like a musical it's also no. like a noir mystery but it's modern it's like I think it's based in a nightclub if i'm not mistaken but it's like kind of based on greek mythology oh fun yeah. yeah so that's fun awesome okay for me real quick um i for me winter is when i always start a new farm on stardew valley nice. i have like like seven <laughs> farms going this is ridiculous <laughs> but um because I, I, I like the idea of like starting something and starting is always fun and you get to like kind of play it up and you know do different farms and have different characters and romance different um townspeople so i always like if you've not done stardew valley it's the ultimate cozy game mm-hmm. and i always start a new farm in the winter just <laughs> usually over christmas break when my partner's home and we're just hanging out um and then um, for board games, I Tab and I have really gotten into um, like cooperative board games because we're only two people. And so sometimes yeah. we're like, um, all right, what can we do? We can't really compete against each other, but we can do cooperative things. And there's a really great Nancy Drew board game called Mystery at Magnolia oh. Gardens. And it's like one of those oh. like murder mystery in a box games. Um, I would say the pieces are really high quality. They're fantastic. Um, and it's a fun mystery um, and you are going and, you know, you can probably do it on your own, but like it's kind of fun to do it with another person. And you're like taking all these clues and putting them together to solve a mystery. And um, it's been really fun. It was like a little hard or maybe I was just tired because I was like, I don't get it. We need to like pack this up and we'll come back to this at a different time. But it's really fun to do, um, especially if you have like a large group of people. 
That sounds the, really cute. Yes. And then the final game that I wanted to recommend is another board game called Horrified, um, which is based off of like all these literary monsters. Um, and it Ooh. is another cooperative one. I think you need at least two people, but it's really fun if you have like three to five people. Um and the idea is that you have this game board and it looks like a classic like murder mystery or classic horror novel type um, game board with like, you know, all these settings and um, you have characters that can do different things. And there's usually at least two monsters on the board and you're working together as a team to try to like defeat the monsters. Um but it's really a fun game. So I highly recommend Horrified. And there's a couple of spinoffs too. I think there's like Horrified, like American monsters and then Horrified, um, like Greek monsters. Ooh. So I've played all three of them. Nice. They're really fun. Nice. So yeah, that's what I've got. Oh, this is like between you and me. If I, if I do all the things I'm interested in, I'm not leaving the house this season. So. Not not a bad thing though. I'm saying it's already cold. Isn't it only gonna get colder? Isn't right. that logical? Just just stay inside. Stay cozy. Um I'm just gonna so, stay yeah. inside. Yeah. We hope that yeah, we hope that you've enjoyed our list of recommendations and books and all sorts of fun stuff. And if nothing else, like maybe this will be inspiration for some holiday gifting and planning for this um season. But Um, Thank you so much for tuning in. You can always leave us feedback on the show on Apple Podcasts and Spotify. um, And you can always drop us a line at heyya at bookriot.com. Don't forget to visit bookriot.com for newsletters, more podcasts, and all things bookish, and mytbr.co for our new paperback subscription. Um, And thank you to today's sponsors for making the show possible. And a final thank you to our audio editor, Caitlin Brame for making us sound great. Um, you can follow me on Instagram. I'm at Tears of Price. What about you, Erica? I'm at Twitter at Erica underscore E-Z-E underscore. Awesome. Well, we will be back in two weeks where we'll be talking about more fun holiday stuff. But until then, happy reading. Happy reading. Happy reading.